At the height of the Cold War, the American government was researching anything that could help it gain an advantage on the Soviet Union. After the Soviets launched Sputnik 1, the world's first artificial satellite, U.S. officials responded by developing a top-secret project designed to make the Soviet accomplishments in the space race look inconsequential by comparison. The project's objectives were to detonate a nuclear bomb on the moon as a show of military and scientific strength. Welcome to Shaking America, a history podcast. Sources for this episode include a study on lunar research flights by Dr. Leonard Rifle, the book Lunar Exploration, Human Pioneers and Robotic Surveyors by Paolo Ulivi and David Michael Harland, Carl Sagan's biography titled Carl Sagan, A Life, and the National Archives online database on space exploration. In 1958, the American people were living in a permanent state of fear and paranoia. Many believed war with the Soviet Union could erupt at any moment, and that the United States was falling behind technologically. The Soviets had taken the lead in the space race with the launch of the world's first artificial satellite, Sputnik 1, while the U.S. had failed in its two attempts to launch its own satellite. Furthermore, the Sputnik satellite was launched using what was at the time brand new ICBM, or Intercontinental Ballistic Missile, technology, demonstrating to the American public that the Soviets not only had the capability to send a satellite into outer space, but that they had extremely long-range missiles that could hit Western Europe or even the continental U.S. This led to a period of heightened anxiety that is called the Sputnik Crisis by historians. It was a time in which there was a widespread lack of confidence in the military capabilities of the Western powers by American citizens. To the average American, it seemed as though their enemy was more scientifically advanced than they were. Many believed Moscow could hit them with a nuclear weapon and that the U.S. would be unable to respond. Newspapers constantly warned the people of this supposedly imminent threat of Russian bombing and hundreds of thousands of families built fallout shelters in an attempt to survive the coming nuclear apocalypse. The White House and the Pentagon were desperate for anything that could turn the tide of public opinion. They wanted to remind the world that the United States was the premier superpower of the age, while simultaneously boosting morale at home. In sports terms, they needed a big win. To this effect, U.S. officials funded dozens of research teams, each of which was assigned to a different task or idea that was meant to display America's strength on the world stage. The project that prevailed in this scientific flurry of activity was the Apollo program, which famously landed the first man on the moon. However, the Apollo program was one project out of many. There was a time when a very different route was planned. Under the innocuous name Project A-119, a team of scientists was ordered to investigate the possibility of launching a nuclear missile into the moon as a show of force. The team was formed of highly regarded scientists from universities across the Western world, including a young Carl Sagan, a man that would famously go on to host the Cosmos TV show and become a celebrity educator. 
Like the Apollo missions, Project A119 was first and foremost a propaganda effort meant to boost morale at home while intimidating the Soviets. The project's director, a physicist named Dr. Leonard Rifle, stated, The foremost intent was to impress the world with the prowess of the United States. It was a PR device, without question, in the minds of the people from the Air Force. They wanted a mushroom cloud so large it would be visible from Earth. To Dr. Rifle and his team, this request demonstrated just how out of touch the U.S. military officials were regarding the physics involved. Because there is no atmosphere and lessened gravity on the moon, the blast and the ensuing debris from the nuclear explosion would shoot in all directions equally instead of forming a mushroom cloud. The shape of the explosion was not the only problem. Nuclear weapons are extremely heavy, and the rockets NASA possessed at this time did not have the ability to bring the most recent tech, a hydrogen bomb, to the moon. Instead, a smaller, older atom bomb would have to be used. More distressing was the issue of accuracy. While rocket scientists at the time believed it was feasible to hit a target on the moon with an accuracy of two miles, they were still dealing with brand new science when it came to ICBM technology. There was a chance the missile would miss the moon, boomerang around using the lunar gravity, and come barreling back to Earth. Which would mean the U.S. military had launched a nuke at a completely random location on Earth with no way to stop it. Another concern was the potential for widespread nuclear fallout if something went wrong during the launch and the bomb detonated on the launch pad or in the air. Rocket launches are dangerous and unpredictable even today. From SpaceX's trials and errors to the Challenger shuttle disaster, history is filled with catastrophes caused by minute problems during rocket flight. Adding in a nuclear weapon caused valid concern among top-level U.S. officials. The final issue, and the one the astronomers were most passionate about, was the potential impact a successful nuclear detonation would have on the moon's surface. Dr. Leonard Rifle wrote in several reports that the project would cause permanent biological and radioactive contamination. He told the Pentagon that if the project went as planned, it would result in an unparalleled scientific disaster, and that the nuclear fallout would negatively affect future lunar research projects and any potential of colonization. His remarks were backed by several other members of the team, including Carl Sagan. After reading these reports, the Air Force decided that the risks outweighed the benefits and called off the project. Instead, they poured more funding into landing a man on the moon and transferred many of Project A119's scientists, including Dr. Rifle, to the new endeavor. By 1969, the United States had claimed victory in the space race following the success of the Apollo 11 mission. Details of Project A119 were filed away in a top-secret vault under the non-threatening name, A Study of Lunar Research Flights. It was not until the 1990s that the information would become declassified, and the American public would learn about their government's plans to nuke the moon after Carl Sagan's biography gave accounts of him working on the project. Interestingly, reports in the 2000s from Russia have shown that a corresponding Soviet proposal to detonate a nuclear bomb on the moon existed for a short period in the late 1950s. Named Project E, it entailed plans to reach the moon, send a probe to the far side of the lunar surface, and finally, launch a nuclear strike as a display of force. Similar to the American effort, Project E was eventually cancelled by officials in Moscow due to concerns regarding the safety of the mission.
The moon landing ultimately was an incredible success, becoming a unifying moment of pride for Americans everywhere. We should all be grateful that a mission of science and curiosity prevailed over a mission of wanton destruction. Many historians believe that if Project A-119 had been carried out, it would have led to the militarization of space, leading to violence and destruction instead of the romantic idealism that Neil Armstrong's One Giant Leap for Mankind gave us. Thanks for listening to this episode of Shaking America.